Real Presence Live. It's this really powerful sense of, okay, you're seen, you're known, you're missed if you're not here. Local. It's that good crop of corn or beans or wheat or whatever it is that you do that, you know, you grow it, you grow it to the Lord, and if it doesn't come about, you just have to be patient and say, well, there's always next year. Engaging. Evangelization is the fruit of the love of God being poured into the hearts of Jesus' friends. Live. This is our charism, to be witnesses of Jesus' real presence in the Eucharist. Good morning and welcome to Real Presence Live. We're so grateful that you joined us this morning. Uh, we are happy to be with you along this journey on Real Presence Live. I'm one of your hosts, Brad Gray. And I'm Janine Bitson, and it's going to be a great day. We have so many wonderful uh, guests that are joining us, yes. and, and what a special day, too. A day of prayer mm-hmm. and uh, a day of really focusing on the human dignity yes. of the onborn. Yes, absolutely. One of, well, perhaps the most uh, essential point of our times, right, is that this question of what is the dignity of a person? What is the value of a person? And we get it wrong in so many ways in our culture. Yeah, but all we do is look to God yep. and, and that we're all made in His image and likeness. And with that, let's have a prayer. All right. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, we come before you uh, with sorrow and sadness uh, at the many lives that are lost. On a, on a daily basis in our country through the scourge of abortion. We ask, Father, for your mercy upon us, for your healing upon our land. We ask for your Holy Spirit to descend upon us and empower us with the Spirit of your Son, Jesus, that we may be his voice in his hands, uh, his feet, to bring the gospel message to all places, that he may be more fully known, and that the dignity of every human life may be seen and appreciated. We ask, Father, for your blessing and anointing upon our discussion this morning on Real Presence Live and for all those who are hurting in our world right now. And we pray this now in the words that your son Jesus taught us as we pray, Our Father, who Who art art in heaven, heaven, hallowed be be thy thy name. Thy Thy kingdom come, thy thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. Amen. Amen. Yes. Son of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And when I say special, I mean it's a special day that we need to really focus Mm -hmm. on the importance of uh, the scourge of abortion Mm -hmm. and um, the need to to step out of our comfort zone, to step out of our own comfort areas that we live in and to do more to help those that are in need, uh, in need of healing from an abortion, in need of help as they go through an unplanned pregnancy, and of course in need civilly in what we can do to help change the laws that are governing our country right now. Absolutely, and a part of that is the location that we're at this morning. We're at the Women's Care Center in Fargo. They're doing such amazing work yes, at building up the dignity of the human person and protecting those lives and, and, and uh, ennobling, dignifying um, all those who are struggling in that respect. Uh, so what a, what a privilege and a treat. So Eli, we've got you on the other side of the, the mic this morning, right? That's me. Well, what do you, why don't you tell us what we got on the, on the docket for today? Sure, I'd love to. Here's what's coming up on this morning's Real Presence Live. We know about the beauty of working for a place like Women's Care Center, but what does it mean for those who are on the receiving end of that care and support? Well, we'll hear firsthand about that right away this morning. And it's been nearly two years since Star of the North Maternity Home opened its doors in Duluth. How has this maternity home been making a huge difference in its community? We'll find out about that later in the show. 
And January 22nd marks the day of prayer for the legal protection of unborn children. What does this mean for us, and is there anything special we can do on this day? Father Charles LaCroix of the Diocese of Fargo will provide answers to these questions in a little bit. All that and a whole lot more coming up this morning on Real Presence Live. Right back to you. Excellent. Thanks so much, Eli. Yeah, thank you, Eli. Yeah, it's uh, it's just really great to be back with you, Brad. Yeah, it's been a little Absolutely, while. Yeah. But, uh, it was beginning of December, I think, last time, so it's been closing on two months. So Yeah, first week in Advent, and yeah. here we've celebrated the whole Christmas season, yep. and, and now we head into ordinary time here. But uh, it's not so ordinary in right. our country, and, and I guess, um, you know, for our listeners across our, our 10 diocese area, uh, this show is going to be really focusing on the life issue, mm-hmm. uh, the importance of what you can do no matter how big or how small there's so many ways that we can all you know support this pro-life movement mm-hmm. uh which which really is god movement uh, this is what god wants us to do and there's no clearer way to see that than in our readings from today i mean just the healing of the hand uh in mark's gospel yeah. you know that um it's to do good on the Sabbath and always, you know, is uh, the important thing that we do and, and to support life from the womb to natural death is so important in our faith. Amen to that. Well, let's let's launch into this thing. We've got our first guest on site here. We've got Lindsay Larson joining us here. Good morning to you, Lindsay. Good morning. Thanks so much for being with us this Absolutely. morning. Absolutely. Uh, so, Lindsay, can you tell us a little bit about uh, yourself? Yeah, I am, you know, born and raised right here in Fargo. Um, I ventured out here about seven years ago to Minneapolis. Um, uh, my family, my sister and her husband and family lived there, so I lived there for a little bit, and then I returned back to Fargo um, to be closer to my, my parents. My mom's health isn't mm. the greatest, so... Um, I, you know, work. I work with individuals with dis- disabilities, and in the um, off time, I like to spend most of my time volunteering. So, I'm part of a few nonprofits in Minneapolis, and then there's one that I'm um, a part of in California. Wow! So I travel a little bit for, so. for giving back, and so now I spend my time uh, uh, with my daughter, and um, she is just as much involved in giving back. She comes along with me to most of my events. Awesome. So. That's a little bit about me. It's a great time of year to be traveling to California. For yeah, right. Else. I know. Yeah, there you go. You have to find a location in I, Florida, too. Right. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Well, uh, Lindsay, you're on the air with us this morning to share how the Women's Care Center was there for you when you needed it most. So where does your story begin? So in December of 2017, um, I was out in California, and um, I... I fairly, I knew fairly er- early that I had um, had conceived. All the symptoms were there. Um, before that, I actually had taken what is considered, you know, the Plan B or mm-hmm. the morning after pill. So, to me, the thought that I'm being pregnant was not really even there because I was like, oh, I've already taken Taking something to try that, to prevent right? this. Yeah. So when I found out I was pregnant, um, I was in complete shock and disbelief and anger and I didn't know what I was going to do and it's even at my age I was 36 at the time you think that you know exactly what you're going to do at that point like I'm an adult you know I should have us all figured out and I didn't and um I came to work and I talked to a co-worker and she uh, pointed me to that at that time it was called the first choice clinic Mm -hmm. um I knew nothing of it um 
and I had called that morning. It was the day after Christmas. I called that morning and was in the clinic within probably that next hour. Wow. Wow. So uh, that, you came upon this because a, a co-worker mm-hmm. had shared this with you? Yes. Oh, wow. And she had been there back in high school. She had known about it. And so she just, you know, because at that point and at that time and for the next month, I was pretty adamant that I was not going to keep the pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't something that I w- had planned, and I knew I was going to be a single mom. I knew the father wouldn't be apart. And in in my real life, like this isn't what I was wanting. It's yeah. not how I wanted it to happen. I knew at this point in time, it's crazy because I never not didn't want to be a mom. Mm-hmm. But finally, at the age of thirty five, when I didn't have a partner and I wasn't married and I hadn't had a child, I was finally coming to the understanding that this is what God had planned for me, and that I was, you know, going to just venture out and travel and volunteer and live that kind of a life. And so mm-hmm. when I finally came to being okay with not being a mom at thirty five, I, I was oh. kind of set in stone that uh-huh. that's what I was going to do. So then at thirty seven, when I found I was pregnant, I was like, oh, <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> this is a change. <laughs> yeah, so I came into the clinic and um, met with um, a nurse at the time, and I found out later that the original nurse I was supposed to meet with was actually somebody I had went to school with. No. So for for my for me coming in, they decided not to put her oh, with sure. me just yeah. because of the situation, which yeah. is, I like, they, you know thought and care about yes. protecting me and being in, in the mm-hmm. privacy of yeah. what I was going through. So so yeah, I came in with a pretty clear understanding that I was not going to keep this child and I just needed some direction from the clinic. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, well, we're just, uh, you know, for our listeners, um, we um, just listen to the words Lindsay is saying and all the little things that you know, here, someone she worked with knew of First Choice Clinic and had suggested that she go in and um, have consultation mm-hmm. with First Choice. And so for those of our listeners, you know, think of the crisis pregnancy centers in your area. And when you're in these situations, whether it's a, a, a daughter, a granddaughter, a friend, a friend of a friend, you know, that you can be able to consult that same way uh, so that it can lead that person who's in that unplanned pregnancy towards some good help mm-hmm. and consultation. Right. Yeah. So, Lindsay, I can only imagine when you're experiencing this, you're, Mm -hmm. what, scared, angry, uh, desperate, or what was was that like for you? Um, It actually, like, if I look back on it now, it was probably four weeks of, I mean, I I remember bits and pieces of it, Uh but it was, a lot of it was a blur. I pretty much cried majority of the time, all day, and went to bed crying. Um, And just before I actually found out I was pregnant, I had found a church here in town, Mm that I had started going to every so often. Um, And it was in this journey um, meeting with um, First Choice Clinic or the Women's Care Center um, that, you know, they gave me some time. They were like, I want you to come back in a few weeks because my my emotions were all over the board, Mm -hmm. you know, know, and she's like, I just want you to kind of take some time, let your emotions kind of calm down and come back. And so it was through that process and going to church that, I was able to kind of validate where, you know, my, my nurse at the time, Christy, was like, you will know. You will wake up one morning and you're, the answer is going to be clear to you mm-hmm. and, it, and you're going to know. Wow. And it was frustrating because it yeah. was a month. Like, it was oh, a month wow. of yeah. not knowing. Like, I was just 
pros and cons and went back and forth so it was it was a struggle and there's a few people that were close to me that knew about it but I, I everybody else my family didn't know so it was it was hard did you feel kind <laughs> of alone in that then or I, I did yeah. um I felt alone but like I said when I came into the the nurse here was really great she mm. was opening she listened she let me cry you know she she was fantastic to talk to so I knew uh, I had somebody at at all times because mm-hmm. she always said that whenever I needed to come or call or talk she thought they were there so wow. that's fantastic I always had somebody yeah, <laughs> yeah that you weren't alone yeah. and then as your faith grows you know you're never alone right you know but at that time you know it's a very fragile yes, time it was. we um, we just want to thank the people who are turning into Real Presence Live this morning uh, I'm Janine Bitson and I'm joined by Brad Gray and we have a wonderful guest this morning Lindsay Larson uh, on location at the Women's Care Center in Fargo, North Dakota, and she's talking about her experience of her unplanned pregnancy and how First Choice Clinic at that time, uh, now the Women's Care Center, uh, really came to her aid. Correct. So, Lindsay, the, you know, you had mentioned how when you first came, they recognized that there was one of the nurses mm-hmm. was a former classmate, and right. so they wanted to protect your yeah. your privacy, privacy, confidentiality. But now you're sitting on a microphone at a radio station, uh, coming to share your story. You know, why is that? Why, why are you here this I know, and to- people always say that to me, like, why are you so open about this? And mm-hmm. on social media, I am too, because huh. I think it's very important. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, you know, the stigma there as, you know, young mom, you know, high school mm-hmm. pregnancy that you'd want, don't know what to do. And then, like I said, here I am, I'm an adult, 37, mm-hmm. and I didn't know what to do. I didn't know where to go. I didn't know where to turn. I, you know, so it's very important and it's real. You go through all these emotions. Um, and so for me, I was, like I said, it, it was a month that I, I was really on that plan of abortion and not keeping this pregnancy. Mm-hmm. And now, um, with coming to Women's Care Center, and then it was, I, I remember the day at church, it was January 21st, mm-hmm. and the message was about um, owning your story, and, and it's how easy it is to turn the page and keep moving forward or go backwards or whatnot, but you needed to stay in that moment, and I was like, I just, at that point, I was like, okay, this is God telling me that this is what, this is what I'm going to do. I was mm-hmm. going to I ended up deciding to keep the pregnancy and that I needed to own my story mm. and this is my story. So so for anybody that's out there and they don't know what to do or where to go, there are people here to help and they are here to listen and, and to guide you in those directions. And and it doesn't matter how old you are or mm-hmm. demographics or where you're coming from or right. where you're going to go in life. Like there's somebody that... Are, that are out there willing to help you. Yeah, yeah. That's so beautiful, Lindsay. And, and to think the anniversary was yesterday. I know. <laughs> yeah. That's so special. Yeah. It's really it beautiful. Is. It's, been a, it's been a fantastic journey. I know, I know, like, people ask me if I have regrets, and I don't have regrets. And at some point in time, my daughter, Ruby, will understand my our story. Yeah. Um, I think the only really regret I have is, like, if I look back on it, you know, um, conceiving you know there's people that struggle to conceive Mm. or have miscarriages and this and that so the only thing that i really regret is not really having that that emotion of being ecstatic and Mm -hmm. excited and Mm -hmm. having bringing life into this world because i didn't i didn't experience that at all because i was mad and afraid and i was like you know so i didn't ever get to experience that joyfulness of being pregnant right when you find out when you you know Mm -hmm. have a positive Mm -hmm. pregnancy test so that's the only thing that i kind of regret not being able to experience but 
it's like I said, this is our story. We will know it, and I will share it because it's important for everybody to hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bet, Ruby, it's hard to have regrets, right? It's yeah. Like, uh, just a, a blessing. Oh, she is a blessing. Yeah, it is. I look at her some nights, and I'm like, oh, God, I can't believe I was even yeah. the thought process, you know? But like I said, the, the day after conception, it was, I did, you know, take sure. the plan B to try to prevent that. And so um, then I think about it, uh, she was obviously meant to be here for a reason. Yes. Like, <laughs> yes, I can God see had a after plan. that. <laughs> and so, um, so I can't, I can't look back on it and be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe for four weeks that you were adamant about having abortion. Mm-hmm. No, you really can't. No. You need to to turn forward with right. gratefulness and gratitude that uh, God saw you through that, Absolutely. and then He put people in your lives to help see you through that. Mm-hmm. And there can't be any regrets. Uh, it's just such a gift, such a mm-hmm. blessing. She's made in the image and likeness of God, and and He used you mm-hmm. as the vehicle to bring her into the world. Right. And what a gift that is. I mean, being a mom is. Sorry, Brad. It's one of the coolest things <laughs> in the Can world. I, I can't imagine. <laughs> it, no, it, it is the greatest blessing, the greatest gift to be a mom. It has been an absolute blessing. It's been an absolute challenge, Mm -hmm. but I will take all those challenges because every morning it's... I'm like, my, I'm like, at some point, do you ever listen? I look at her every morning, and I'm like, oh my, I love you so much. I yeah. can't believe you're here. Yeah. So, it, and it's, it's every day. It's, and I'm like, now that I look back, I'm like, I couldn't imagine not life, having her. Yeah, yeah, without her. Yeah. yeah. So, what message would you like to leave our listeners with about, you know, the importance of pregnancy care centers? Yeah, absolutely. Help centers, I yeah. should say. Um, yeah. The importance is that they're out there. I mean, even if you don't even know about them, mm-hmm. that there is a place that you can turn to um, and support and guidance. And they welcome you with open arms, and they're not going to sway you on one side or the other. They, they're they there to kind of direct you and answer questions and give you the support that you need. Um, I, I look back on it now. If it wasn't for the Women's Care Center, I wouldn't be here probably mm-hmm. with my daughter um and i wouldn't have, wouldn't have had the support that i did have mm-hmm. from them um i still talk to my nurse that i saw that day all the time or you know and she checks in with me and um the board members are awesome and they reach out you know if mm-hmm. i'm even if i'm struggling now they make sure that everything is i'm doing all right if there's anything i need help with that's that awesome. they're there mm-hmm. for that's me awesome. and it's Ruby. you know it's such an interesting we're coming to the end here but it's just so uh fascinating to realize that you know you have that kind of support right. now whereas if you'd gone forward with the abortion it would be pretend life is normal go on by yourself right. i you know i'm alone and i continue to trudge forward mm-hmm. and try to bear this all on my own mm-hmm. and so it's it's a beautiful testimony to, the, to those who are doing this work right yeah. Absolutely, yeah. They are supportive and they're great. I just, I don't know what I'd do without them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And, well, Lindsay, I want to take you. Friends. Yes, they have. Yeah. Yeah. I want to take the the moment to thank you for coming on and courageously sharing your story yes. and really calling this into into the light. Uh, and, and those who work in this uh, in this ministry, it's mm-hmm. just absolutely fabulous. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Thanks oh, for being thanks with, for us, being with yeah. us. Yes. Well, we are going to have to take a couple minute break here, but coming up next, find out who gets the donuts this week <laughs> during the Honor Our Fathers. And later, it's your opportunity to direct the conversation during Straight Talk. Father Joseph Christensen of the Franciscans of Mary Immaculate will be our special guest. We're coming to you live from the Women's Care Center in Fargo. I'm Brad Gray. And I'm Janine Bitson. And you're listening to Real Presence Live. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network.